Alright, so we're back after a little bit of hiatus hiatus over the holidays, you know, we got family, friends, wives, kids, everyone tugging at us over the holidays, and so we took a little break over the holidays, but we're back now, we're back the week of the, of the, of the playoffs, so let me do the little particulars here, and we'll move on from there, yo y'all, we are Old Men and Sweats, I'm Barry D, and I'm here with my buddy Tommy T, and this is our program, three, two, one action all right this program is brought to you by our cajun brothers at boot crew media and hornitos tequila here's to the shot takers a shot worth taking but you already took your shot all right just do it again like like a movie like just do it like you did it again i got more i got more uh oh you got more then do it then do it there do just do a hornito shot again Cause I don't have, I'm doing two shots, that means I can't go driving anymore. I can't go get a pizza later. No, no, that's it. It's off the table. You gotta do Uber or Lyft. You could, you could blow 0.009 off of one shot. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. Alright, so you do that shot, cause I already drank all my Hornitos. I'm waiting for Hornitos to send me more tequila. You drink Hornitos even when you're not doing shows, huh? Yeah, I just drink it right out of the bottle. I don't care. In addition, we'd like to thank DraftKings as a sponsor. Download the DraftKings app and use the code OMIS. Remember, when you go to the DraftKings app, you got to put OMIS in capital letters. So like older people always do, hit the cap lock button. This is, where the, this is where older people actually invented something. You get the cap lock button in there, download the DraftKings app, and use the code OMIS, and maybe Tommy and I will, will get like a free bet, maybe, and we can bet something this weekend. Okay, so team, let's oh, yeah. just get right into the the sweaty uh, hit list here. We're gonna go right into. I want. I want to first before we get into the games. I mean, obviously, this is all about the NFL Wild Card Weekend games this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. There's a Monday game, but I want people out there to know there were no jokers here. Like besides knowing everything about sports and everything about, uh, you know, we know a little bit about um, making bets too, but. You actually won a celebrity fantasy football league. Like you just won yeah. the final like last I week. I know how I, I don't know how I did it, buddy. I don't know how I was middle of the pack. I was middle of the pack all season long. And you know, and I was I was scrambling much of the season like all fantasy football owners this year because of COVID, it's because of regular injuries. I was scrambling, there was a, yeah, I was, you know, I was a little over five hundred most of the year. I never had more than a two-game winning streak uh-huh. all year, and then, um, and then the end of the year, I just got hot. I, I you know, I. The key is that I was the laughing stock of my league initially for the draft day because I picked some some people that nobody ever heard of. I picked Ramondre Stevenson. Who's that? He was the rookie running back for uh, New England out of Oklahoma. I don't know why I just picked him late in the round in Yahoo. Yahoo loved my draft. They rated my draft the number one draft in my league, right? They haven't had a running back Oklahoma since Billy Sims. Oklahoma, yeah, Oklahoma. Well, no, Joe Mixon, the guy. Oh, the guy yeah, 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 him too. But I can't believe you picked him. Wow. Okay, so then what happened? How so did you continue? So then I picked the Dallas Cowboys defense, which hmm. was an even bigger laughing stock because they were the worst defense in history last year. Yeah. They were the worst defense ever. But I knew they had Micah Parsons, and I knew Micah Parsons – was gonna was gonna be an attack dog, so he calls himself <laughs> right. But he's an attack dog. I mean, what that Micah Parsons did to the Washington football team and to the quarterback Heineke was not even funny. No. He picked Heineke up one time and just threw him down like a rag. They just threw him. I mean, I know Heineke's not big, but I never seen him. They just picked him up and threw him. He get out of here. He threw him down. So then, when were you consistent through the season, like right there, well, as far as as it came to make the playoffs? Was I got in trouble toward the end of the season? I, I think Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, my number one running back, was out with COVID, mm-hmm. and then I had to pick up Tony Pollard. He, was, I was using Tony Pollard. I picked him up during the season, you know, and he was getting me points. But then he broke his foot, or he had he tore his plantar fascia. Remember, he had he tore his the muscle under his foot, and he missed a couple weeks, or he missed a week. So I was scrambling, and I went through the waiver wire, and I went down name, 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 name. I said, ah, who's this? I know Rashad Penny. I picked up Rashad Penny, right, on the waiver wire, uncontested. I just picked him up at the last minute, put him in my lineup. He came. This is it. In the last 
five games, he gained 657 yards with six TDs. <laughs> he had 175 yards. He, in my he was a rigger. He was the rigger for you. I mean, they were all going, who's this guy? Who's this guy? <laughs> and so, so Barry, I, I got into the playoffs. But here's the thing. I made the playoffs in the last week of the regular season. But I made it. I, I, I had seven points ahead of the next guy, and I got a bye. So I missed. So I didn't have to. I didn't have to play in the first round of the playoffs, and that was the game that Josh Allen didn't play. My quarterback. That was the game that a couple other guys didn't play. I would have lost badly. So I missed. I got a buy. So then I came back and I won. I won the uh, the conference championship game easily, 165 points. And then came the the championship game. I needed. Uh, I was. Uh, I was behind by five points going in Monday night. The last Monday night game, I had Chubb playing the Steelers. And that was, that's when uh, Baker Mayfield got four passes batted down in the first half. He couldn't get yeah. the ball over the linemen. Because he's a fidget. Because he's a little fidget, that guy. He's like, like five guy. foot two. That guy. You know, and he can't get the ball. He's like he's about as tall as Danny DeVito. He can't get the ball over the line. He's fidget. He's a fidget. I'm say this about Baker Mayfield. When we start shooting our movies, we're casting him in our movies because oh, he's he, a great actor. He's a great actor. That guy can. He's act. a great actor. He's a great he's actor. A quarterback. He can act. Yeah. But he's a you great know? actor. So tell me about the finals. Like, did you have anybody that was out that you had to go back to the waiver wire? Did you do any blocking? Did you do any of the famous blocking and take guys off the waiver the wire from the other guy? What happening was. I had Josh Allen as a quarterback who was the best quarterback in the league. He got the most points, right? So I had him. But what I ended up having at the end of the year is I had four quarterbacks on the bench that I was never going to start. I just got picking up quarterbacks because everyone else was losing a quarterback. Ah, yes. So I had I had all these quarterbacks on the bench. You know, I had uh, I had Heineke on the bench because he got um, where he could get some running yards. You know. And uh, hey, that's Vinny Capola's on with us. Hey, Vinny. Yeah, Vinny. Thursday we couldn't do yeah. Thursday. We had we had a little something to do. Yeah, something, yeah, something yeah. on Thursday. So some came on. You so, know, some came on. What is today? Is today Friday? Today's Friday, and the days just blur. They blur into each other. So so go. Okay, so tell me about the final because didn't you play? You played the commissioner, and the commissioner oh, yeah. also is a famous director. And he's from Brooklyn and or Gravesend. Gravesend is a section of Brooklyn. I don't even know what he knows about football, but but he's he's a he's a great director, right? He's a Hollywood guy. Oh, he's a he's a writer director. He's great. Sells great. Sells. Yeah, Sell made a small movie called Gravesend. You know, back in the late nineties, and he, he got he got some he got some uh, either Oliver Stone or Francis Ford Coppola. One of those guys got his small film and put some money into it. I don't know which one it was. I think it was Stone. Was it Stone? Yeah. Yep. Or it wasn't Coppola? Um, or, yeah, no, you're right. It was Coppola. Yeah, I think it was Coppola, right? So, so he put some money in it, right? Put some money in it. But we watched that movie, Gravesend. I love that movie. That was, Great movie. It was a small film, and it was about it was about a neighborhood in, in Coney Island that yeah. we never knew about. Well, I never knew about it, you know? It was a down-and-out down neighborhood. So. And was it sale like 19 when he did it? I think he was a kid, 19, 20 years old. When we met him, yeah, he was a kid. Yeah. yeah. So he was the commissioner, so like, but he never played football, right? Sell's little. No, he, but Sell was a baseball player. He was a baseball player. Like a catcher? Was he a catcher? He was a catcher. He was like, I see. Because he's 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 stocky. He's not tall, yeah. like all, most of the Italians. Like uh, he's yeah. not tall, but he was he's stocky. He I could see him blocking the plate well. You know, I could see him like, 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 really blocking a plate. A guy coming around, like, even if it was Pete Rose coming head first, he wouldn't carry. Probably spike him, you know. But I could see Sal, and he probably was a little gritty on the diamond, like a gritty hitter. Like he just would, you know, just contact, and he would just contact it, move guys yeah. base to base. Like he seemed like that. That's a sport. I never thought he'd play football. He, I, he wasn't a football. Well, you got to, you got to have speed and explosion to play football. Like, yeah, and he doesn't have that. A speed merchant. He's got, he's got speed and. Ex Sal would have speed and explosion to the refrigerator. Okay. That's when he yeah. had speed and explosion. Well, so his, his name in the league was the Kamish. Yeah, yeah. The my, my name in the league was Old Man and Sweats, of course. Yeah. So, so in the final, it got down to a nitty-gritty at the end. Like, I think you told me, like, it was a tight game. 
And then at the end, you needed Chubb for how much in that I, final I was, game? I was five. I was less than five points behind going into Monday night. Sal, all of his players were done. He got Devontae Adams and got him like 28 points. That little Devontae Adams was pissing me off. Oh, my God. That points, and he went ahead of me. But I had one more player going on a Monday night game. The last Monday night game, I had, uh, I had Nick Chubb going against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But when the game started, you could tell that Cleveland didn't care if they won. They, they were like, because they were out of the playoffs. They were done. And I said, oh, my God, this guy's not even going to give me the four points. And then they finally handed the ball to Chubb, and he went off on a 36-yard run. And so now I was .25 points behind. .25. <laughs> and I said, this is crazy. So then he got a couple more runs, and I was ahead by a point. And I said, bench him. Just bench him. Because I don't want him to go in there and fumble and lose me two points. Oh, yeah, or negative yardage. Yeah, you want to just get out of there. So then they, they gave him the ball a couple more times, and I had a three-point advantage. I ended up winning by, like, four or five points. So good, so good. So, so you know what? Congratulations to you. You got a little extra cash in your pocket yeah. for, for, you know, for New Year's and, you know, holidays or whatever. And, and, and you know, and you beat, you beat, you know, you beat the director, the, the all-time Hollywood director. I don't know how we do it, but every, like, I don't do these leagues every year because I'm, we're busy. I don't have time. Yeah, I'm on a wire, white, wave wire, 6 a.m., all that stuff. And then the other thing is some of these guys – they subscribe to all these like fantasy football like pages where you yeah. where you pay to get like a fantasy hey, football. Who, who needs that? Who needs I that? I don't have time for that, right? So I don't play every year. Yeah. Last year, the last year I played was two or three years ago, and I won that year too. I don't know. I always win. I don't know how. I don't even know. Because you know what you're doing. You're you 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 look at things not so crazy. You don't get into don't too deep. Is because it's not too deep. You can't get into it too deep. No, you that's that. why at the end of the year when I had my line, my main lineup, I had you know Josh Allen, I had Chubb, I had Terry McLaurin. You know, I had um, I mean, I had my I had Devontae Smith from Philadelphia. I didn't have any really great players. But at the end of the end of the uh, season, I didn't change my lineup. I just played them. I just went with it. You went with the lineup. You went yeah, with your guys. You can't yeah. overthink it. You yeah. can't overthink it. Next year, I'm going to go with you. We're going to have, or we'll do old men and sweats um, one, old men and sweats one a, like a horse yeah. race, yeah. and we'll have two teams, and we'll probably both be in the finals together. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh. It won't even be a competition. We'll just we'll just split the money. Like who cares? We'll be but me, me and you, and we'll have the pool, the whole pool to ourselves. But anyway, yeah, okay. So I wanted to share that because it's just another sports story. Tommy and I, you know, we've been talking sports, playing sports our whole life. Now we're you know getting a little older here, but we still want to do it. So you know, fantasy. Like you think sometimes fantasy is for young guys, but you know what? The knowledge of the old man Listen, I always a, comes I to the great, forefront. I got a great idea, and my buddy Hightower gave me this idea a few weeks ago. And I just added to it. I added to it. He he threw this out about a reality show, and I threw and, and I added to it recently. I said that they should have like ESPN or one of these places should have like the ultimate fantasy football league. They should have this league where everyone signs up, right? And and the winner, the winner of the fantasy football league, as as a first prize, they get to be GM of an NFL franchise here. They get to walk in like the Giants, right? Like so, the winner of the fantasy football league gets to walk in and be the Giants' GM for a year. Like the Giants just got rid of Dave Gettleman, so the winner of the league, which would be an improvement, whoever it is. <laughs> listen, I'm telling you right now, like if I won the the ultimate fantasy football ESPN challenge and I got to be the GM for the Giants for a year, right? The first thing I would do is I'd go in there and I would meet with the owner and I'd say, okay, listen, I got the job for a year. I got the job for 365 days. And so I get to do whatever, right? So I tell the owner, first thing we're going to do is we're going to hire a coach, right? First thing we're going to do is we're going to hire a black coach. I don't even care who he is. We're going to get a black coach because you never had a black coach in your life ever. Not once. The <laughs> thing we're going to do is we're going to hire a black quarterback. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, who is? I'm going to get a guy that can run around. Because these, these NFL teams, they, they hire these black guys and they fire him after a year, and they just fired a guy for the Houston Texans. It's bullshit. Miami, they listen. They give you like they give you a year, and you're gone. It's so such I'm bullshit. Would you hire your dad? Could your dad get a job? No, my my dad's going to be the head of player personnel. He'd be good at that dad. too. I'm going to call my my dad doesn't know anyone's name, so I'm going to have to say, Dad, you know that guy for you don't he don't remember anyone's name, right? 
You give them but, the big menu. You give them the big Denny's menu, like 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 Andy Reid has, with just the names and their and what titles they have, and then he could just take that out of his pants and want and do it. Here's the thing: Daniel Jones is going into his fifth year option. I'm not offering him a contract. No, my backup quarterback, Saquon Barkley. I'm going to trade him. I'm going to trade Saquon Barkley to the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's damaged. What? He's damaged goods right now. I don't. I don't trust that guy coming back. He's got those big tree trunk legs. They keep showing me his legs. I don't. Big deal. Robert Newhouse had tree trunk legs, but Robert Newhouse was never hurt. Robert Newhouse was never hurt. Remember, Robert Newhouse played every game all the time. He had tree trunk legs, forty-four inch thighs. They got to stop showing me his legs. I. I don't care about any man's legs. Who cares? Who cares about his big legs? Who cares? Because he's in bed all the time. So who cares? He's laying in the bed all the time. So okay, so I like that idea. Hightower, though, is the wrong partner. I like that I, that reality show idea with that the winner of the league gets to be the GM for a year. But Hightower is a bad partner because he he he's he, he's he's no good. He don't know what he's doing. No, he came up with the idea, but I'm the one that put the fantasy football thing in on it. Yeah. Well, Hightower did have a, 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 what was his fame? He had his, he, he was actually a, a really good high school football player, right? Hightower, I, when, I, when, I was, when I first met Hightower, he was telling me he played a high school football in Philadelphia, right? And he, went to, he went to some high school and he said, he goes, yeah, he goes, um, he goes, I was pretty good. I go, that's awesome. He goes, uh, he goes, I was a running back. He goes, I actually, I actually uh, broke the record for the most rushing yards in one game. Get I said, oh, that's that's awesome. I said, first of all, that's all he needed to tell me. I was like, you have the rushing record at your high school? That's incredible, right? But then. I mean, think about that, right? That's incredible. So I said, that's wow. And he goes, he goes, guess who's, guess who's uh, record I broke? And I said, I don't know. I have no idea. He goes, uh, he goes, Mr. October. And that's Reggie Jackson. No way. So Reggie Jackson was from Philadelphia. He played high school football. Reggie Jackson set the record for 250 yards or something, and Hightower broke it. Hightower broke Reggie Jackson's rushing record. I thought that was a big deal. I tell everybody that. That's crazy. Yeah. So let me. So so I think that's a great idea, and I and we should look into that more. And actually, Hightower had big thighs too, didn't he? I never saw Hightower's legs. What are you saying? I think he had. He's got big thighs too. That guy. Well, he's thick. I don't know about his th- thighs. He's a. He's a, He's a, He's only five six, five five. He's like. <laughs> a, you know. You know. What he looks like. He looks like an out of shape Darren Sproles. Get out of here, God! I got to Look at this message. I got. I got to put this up because these people are crazy. You know how people are just crazy online, like, you know, like on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, like. Like I, I, there's, I get so many, we get so many messages. Oh, oh, from, from, um, from people like, you know, like, like girls in Russia and girl, like, Hey, I love you. You're so hot. I, I would like to be with you and all this. And, and, and here's, I'm going to put this up cause I think it's hilarious. Look at this. Lovely love face XYZ online strips without clothing. What what does that mean? I don't know, but it's it's it seems like it's 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 sexual in nature. Um, you know, like I think it's hilarious, like this the waste of time that these people like like that. I even think that if I click there, their love face dot x y z online strips without clothing is going to give me the time of day. Like, like what? How? Happy faces. Why? What's the matter? Mr. Meyer, come here. Get that dog. Get that dog over here. I'm going to let the dog go after Love Face XYZ online strips without clothing. Don't these people have better things to do? Like, is it? If, if, if let me say this: if this person's so good at their sexual things, Love Face XYZ online strips without clothing, if they're so good and so many people would want them, wouldn't she be busy or he or be busy um, or whatever it is, busy doing it right now? So like, what are you watching me for? Wouldn't you be busy? Are they gonna strip? Are they gonna strip online? I don't know. But I would think if you're popular and you're well doing well in that field, you would be busy right now, too busy to even do a comment with us. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not contacting them, but anyway, I, that's it. all right. They can keep coming. I don't care. So anyway, 
it's probably a bot from from the Eastern Bloc. Yeah, so, it's a bot. Yeah, it's a Russian block, block, block. You know, so so there you go. Okay, so look at we so we reviewed. I wanted to review your fantasy <laughs> football championship. I think that's awesome. I like your idea with Hightower with the fantasy football, and then whoever wins it becomes the GM of an actual team. So now let's do this. We got to get into the nitty gritty because this is NFL Wild Card Weekend. We got to get into what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start with Saturday's game. So all you people out there, too, we're going to do fans of cash picks. I don't think the dog, your dog, wants us to continue, though. No, there's he sees someone out in front. It's okay, Mr. Meyer. I already gave you a cookie. Is there a burglar out there? No. No, no, no burglar? He just gets, gets stuck. Yeah, that's okay, buddy. It's okay. Come Is on. he Okay. All right, good. All right, tell them we're gonna we're gonna talk about Saturday NFL Wild Card Weekend. So we're gonna start with Saturday. I want everybody to know this is our basically our Costanza cash picks, where Tommy and I pick the games. We analyze the games in our own special way. We pick the games, but we also have a disclaimer that you can pick with us, or you can do like George Costanza and you do the opposite, and you don't like you do the complete opposite of what we say. Right, Tommy? And that can maybe work for you, too. Well, you don't so want you to have to decide as we analyze it. Yeah, you don't want to pick our teams because we always say, you know, listen, we know everything about it. You know, we're going to give you our picks, but uh, don't. if you bet your house, you're going to be living on the street. Yeah, don't Yeah, don't come back. Don't come back. That's cool. Old Menace West told me that was a lock. It was a lock. They told me it was a lock. All right, so let's get right into Saturday. Obviously, our Las Vegas Raiders. First game up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, you know, let's talk about that game. Um, it's a, it's an interesting game because the Raiders, man, oh, man, did they come back with the uh, with our Goomba coach. Our, 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 our fellow Goomba coach came back out of nowhere, out of the dust. And and now they got to go to Cincinnati and play that game. But, you know, I, I don't want to give away my pick right now, but this they could win this game. It's winnable. Yeah, the Raiders set a record. They set a rare record. They won their last four games of the season. Crazy. By, 12, by, by a combined 12 points. No one in the history of the NFL has ever had a four-game winning streak by only 12 points. Combined. Oh, I didn't know that. So, you know, they, they – That's a they, good tidbit. Holy crap. Yeah. And so they, what, what that means is they won a lot of tight games. They they Obviously, they won that last game against San, San Diego or L.A., the L.A. Chargers – when that ridiculous coach called timeout for no reason at all. Like who knows why that guy, that guy should, that guy should not have a job at all. That guy should not be working. In the NFL. We got to talk about him for a second. They What's his name? What's that guy. guy's name? His name is uh Brandon Staley. I'm going to tell you something. Cause Parcells went off on him on a talk show. Everyone Parcells did. says, you know, when you got a resume like Parcells or Belichick, you know, you know, you can do things, but he just he said too, this guy does things that are not normal at all. His well, time well, management doing is things, terrible. Doing the calls he makes when he makes them, doing things that aren't normal doesn't really bother me. I don't care if you're doing something different or something out of the box. That's fine. But when it when it fails, when it fails consistently all year long, I mean, this team didn't make the playoffs because of the coach. This was a playoff team. They lost games because of the coach. The last game they lost, they, he called a timeout with 38 seconds to go in the game after the Raiders were already running the ball. The Raiders were just running the ball. They weren't trying to score. They didn't he want to fumble. Yeah, they didn't want to fumble. They just wanted to, to end it. Running the ball. They weren't going to kick. They weren't going to pass. They were going to run the clock out. What the, what the coach for the Raiders was going to do, he was going to hand the ball off one more time. And he was going to run the guy into the line. And when the guy got tackled, it would have been less than 40 seconds. The game was over. This guy called the timeout for no reason at all. And then he got up in the podium at the press conference and he said, I wanted to get uh, the right the right defensive package in the game. For oh the God. run. For the run, he said. It's ridiculous. Tommy, for a run that is just not even a run, it's a fake run. It's just, like you said, just to go into the line. He act like... They were trying to run some kind of play, like through the guards, like some kind of slant over all the line. It, it, they weren't going to do that. Okay, so the Raiders beat they beat that team in the last game of the year. Then the game before that, the game before that, they beat the Indianapolis Colts in Indiana, Indianapolis. Oh, crazy, you know. And also, like 
I don't know. They ran into this this uh, Carson Wentz who stinks. Oh, that guy sucks so bad. He stinks. And um, and then and I still got to see people on ESPN say, oh, you know, he played really good this year. He didn't play great. He played good. Get out of here. He 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 got run out of Philadelphia because he never won a playoff game his entire career in Philadelphia. And then he goes to this team, and and this is the he's got one of the best teams in football. Best running back. Right, best offensive line, best defense, and he goes nine and eight. He loses to the Raiders and the Jacksonville the last two weeks of the year. He just he's terrible. And then the Raiders beat a couple other teams. They beat Denver in a close game. So they won four games by 12 points combined, which to me spells all kinds of danger for them. Really? Okay. Because the Raiders weakness (laughs) in the defensive backfield. Right, they lost a couple. They lost. They got some injuries in the defensive backfield. They're going to have to play this guy Jamar Chase, who no one's they gave fourteen hundred yards this year. Guy's they crazy. Got to play T Higgins. They got to play. There's a third guy, Tyler Boyd. Right. So they got and then they got to play Tyler Boyd. They got to play that tight end. So they're and Joe Mixon. They're not going to stop them. No. Stop them. They're 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 not. And, and then, but what? But what if the Raiders, the pass rush? What if Crosby? Because he's been terror. He's a terror. That guy he gets in there all the time. What if he gets in and disrupts, you know, Burrow? Burrow. Well, well, he he will. I mean, he will terrorize Burrow. He's only got six sacks, though. As great of a year as he's had, he only had six sacks. But he leads. He's right up there in pressure. So he court, he pressures the quarterback. Yeah. He's a great player. And then the other guy on the other side, a guy that a guy's name that you'll never you you won't be able to say if somebody put a gun to your head. You won't be able to say it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If someone put a gun in your head and say, "Listen, say the guy's name correctly, or I blow your brains out." Your brain, your brains would be all over the, all over the thing. Like that's not. Good. That's not. Good. Tell yeah. me the name. Yannick. His name is Yannick Ngakwe. 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 You would never be able to say the guy's name. He's the other. Ngook, I would say Ngook. I'd say Ngook. Ngook. Listen, Gary. Listen, if, if someone said, I'm going to give you a week to practice this guy's name. I, I, I want to do and then, it. And then at the end of the week, life or death, gun to your head. You, There's no way, yeah. I'd, I'd be going to your funeral. You wouldn't be there. because. So who? There. So what about this guy? Well, Ngakwe is a great player. He played for Jacksonville when they were awesome a few years ago. And then he, went, he bounced and he went to Minnesota. He, had, he went to Minnesota for like two weeks or something or three weeks. And oh, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, and then they didn't. I don't know what happened. That 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 that, that big pot-bellied Zimmer. Oh, listen, I got a great story for you. I got a great story for you. The other night, I was out to dinner. I was out to dinner the other night, a restaurant here in Vegas, and I bumped into the starting offensive lineman for the freaking Vikings. Who? I swear to God, I bumped into uh, Brian O'Neill. Oh my God, he's the only good guy. Ezra, listen, Ezra Cleveland and Garrett Bradbury. There was another guy. There was four guys. You got the center, the guard, and the tackle. There were five guys. So they kept all of them. They kept listen. They kept get out of here. Wait, you you met all of them? Yeah. So I was talking with him. So listen, no way. So. I, I don't know. Just, these big guys keep coming in. First there's two, then there's three, then they go out, then one comes back. And then I finally said, hey, listen, why are why are all you guys so big? Right? Because I was having a beer with my buddy. Why are all you guys so big? And then, and then the one guy said to me, well, well, why would – he goes, why, where would you see five 300-pound guys? And I said, an NFL offensive line. And he goes, yeah. I go, what team are you? He goes, what are you? I said, oh. I said, that's great. And so I'm talking to Ezra Cleveland, right? And so then I start. So I like him. I like him. As soon as I know who they are, I don't. I don't like. I don't know which one's Brian O'Neill. I don't know which one's Bradbury. You know, they're just big white guys, right? Ezra yeah. Cleveland. I don't know who they are. I, I know. I could tell their faces. Was, so I'm looking around. The first thing I said was, I said, "Hey, where's Darisaw? Where's Darisaw?" And they start laughing. They go, "He's here. He's in the room. He's up in the room." I said, "Oh, he's a rookie." Okay. So Darisaw wasn't there. He was there, but he wasn't out with them right then, right? Because I know Darisol's the biggest one. He wasn't there. So then I said, uh, I'm talking to Ezra Cleveland. I said, hey, listen. I go, uh, I go. you guys going to miss your coach? They let your coach go. Are you going to miss him? And I swear to God, I swear to God, Ezra Cleveland went just like this. He went, eh. And I said, that means no. <laughs> that means no. He said, he said I'm not going to say nothing, right? So no I, way. That's so what I told him about you. I said, my buddy loves you guys. My buddy loves the Vikings. I go, uh. 
I go, he's not a big fan of the coach. And he goes, yeah, he goes, he's gone. And I said, I said, I think you're getting an offensive coach next. I think you're going to get an offensive guy who attacks. And then the one guy said, um, was it, oh, it was uh, Bradbury, the center, right? Yeah, he's so-so. Yeah. I knew he was the center. He was little. He was little. I said, hey, you're a little boy. Yeah, you're a little guy. I mean, little. He was like six foot, 295, right? Little. Yeah. yeah. So I said, uh, I said, hey, you're the center, aren't you? And he said, yeah. I said, he goes, how do you know? I said, I don't know. You're the, you're, you look like the center. And I said, uh, you guys are going to get offensive coach. You guys think you can get offensive coach? And the one guy goes, I don't care who we get. <laughs> I don't care who we get. So right? what were they, what were they doing there? They were drinking. They were gambling. They were they were great. Were they with Greg Olson? Were they with Greg Olson? Because you told me Greg Olson was around. No, Greg Olson was there two weeks earlier when he did the Raiders. Uh, he did the Raiders um, Washington game. He did that game. He's great too. He's a great guy. Greg Olson's a great guy. O'Neal's a very good tackle. Really good tackle. Darisaw is going to be better than him. Ezra Cleveland, I like. He went to Boise State. I like that guy. Yeah. He's a good guard. He can play center too. He played center when Bradbury was out. Bradbury's the weak link. Bradbury, not not too many people are confident Bradbury can continue. Um, so they were missing um, the other guy. That's kind of like they he had a lot there. Of- he would, they, they were all there. I couldn't. I, yeah, they were all you know around. See, Darisaw, he's a young guy, but he's smart. He wasn't. He didn't. He didn't go out like he's a smart guy. But that's a great story because you know what? I always, you know me, I'm a Viking fan. I've been a Viking fan forever. In the last eight years with Zimmer has been frustration. And you know, I know these guys don't care who coaches, but you know what? They're gonna care when they get a good coach. Then they're gonna go, I care. So let's get back to the Raiders um, and Cincy because I know people watching. They're like, God, these guys are all over the place. But this is how it goes. Tommy and I have been talking like this since we were kids, and you just go back and forth with stuff. Like sometimes it, it's not going to be that structured because it's it's sports talk. We're talking yeah. about sports. I mean, things pop in your head, and when you're older, you got to say what pops in your head, or you're going to yeah. forget it. You know, like so. Yeah. So yeah. the Raiders and Cincinnati. I agree with you that I think Cincinnati is going to move the ball all over them. I don't like the Raiders flying to the East Coast. I never like the Raiders flying 3,000 miles. I don't think it works for them. I'm not saying they're 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 okay with what the what has happened so far. I I know they still want to win and move on, but I just don't I just don't see it. And it's going to be cold, twenty something. Not that they can't play in cold, but I don't know. I I think it's some people who keep saying that Barry, they can't play in cold. Derek Carr is gonna. He can't play in the cold. He's from California. He plays yeah, he went to Fresno State. In the cold. So so and people have been saying like a lot of the people on the on the on the big time sports shows that Saturday is like throwing darts against the like like at a board who to who to pick. They don't think these games are easy to pick. They think it's like whoever it could be anyone. And I also they've been talking about. You know, the underdogs over the last four years, they, they've won a lot of games in the wild card weekend. I think it's like thir- 13 and three or 12 and four. It's like crazy. Well, everyone, everyone's picking the 49ers over the Cowboys on Sunday. Everyone. I watch ESPN. I watch really? Get Up. I watch Get Up. I watch First Take. I watch Skip and Shannon. I mean, Shannon is guaranteeing that the, the Niners win easily. I watched, um, I watched Orlovsky pick the pick the Niners. Orlovsky said the Cowboys got the worst team that they could play. Orlovsky said that. Well, the matchup's me, not good, yeah. To me, but, that tells me if Orlovsky's picking you, I that's would not be good. Out because he's that's not good because he likes Wentz. So if you put that together. So this is what I'm going to say about the Raiders and Cincy. I think the Raiders have had a fantastic season. They should have never made the playoffs. The little The Goomba coach – should probably be considered to coach next year, I, I would hope, because I think the consistency of him is working. I don't know if it's his marinara sauce or what it is, but the guys work and they like him or something. But now going to Cincy, and unless Burroughs completely you know, takes a dump, I don't see the Raiders stopping them. I think Cincy's going to win that game. Now, would I take Cincy minus? It's like five and a half, I think. I got to look on my phone. I don't know if I would take that. I think that's a lot of points. You know, I'd probably take the money line, 
But I also think that there's going to be a lot of points scored, especially in the beginning by Cincinnati. And I think it's it's an over game. You know, that's that's my take in that game. I mean, what do you think? No, that game's not going to go over. The Raiders aren't going to move the ball. Cincinnati doesn't have a good defense. I, I don't. The Raiders aren't going to play well. They're done. I think they're done. I would bet the house on Cincinnati. Yeah. So would you would you lay five and a half? No, I would take the money line. I wouldn't mess with a point spread. Yeah, the money line's two minus two thirty. You got yeah, it. I would. I would bet. Yeah. I would bet twenty three hundred dollars. Right. I bet twenty three hundred dollars. To make a thousand dollars in that to game. win a G, yeah, yeah, I, I agree because you know these point spreads too. Like a lot of people, like I want to talk to these young kids, these young kids out there that are going to casinos and also doing the apps, right? And yeah. and I think a lot of times they see that money, and you know I'm going to lay the points because it's an even thing or it's one ten or whatever it is. You know you got to be careful in the playoffs, especially because all these teams are good. And that's a lot of points. Five and a half is a lot of touchdowns, a lot. Well, so, I mean, the, the, the Chiefs are going to have an easy time with the Steelers on Sunday night. I don't care if the Steelers got uh, Juju, the dancing queen, Schuster coming back. I don't care if they got, um, you know, if they got, you know, I don't care if Franco Harris is coming back. The Steelers are not beating the Chiefs <laughs> with, uh, with that Ben Roethlisberger. You know, they're going to make a statue of Ben Roethlisberger outside the stadium. They could just put him there right now. <laughs> <laughs> they just put him there. You're right, because he has a statue. statue. Get out of here with this guy. Just put him outside. Just put him right there. Just put him right outside. They don't even have to bronze him. You're right. You just put him there. You know, he would be like, he could be like that guy. Remember the guy on Venice Beach that would just stand there yeah. like a statue? That's yeah, the, he, he's like people, that now. People will walk by Roethlisberger and say, "Oh my God, it looks so real." It's just. Right, I want to. I want to come back to your. your I want to come back and talk more about the Niners, Cowboys, and the Steelers, Chiefs. But I want to uh, circle back here. Me and you both like Cincinnati. I like the money line too. I would never. But I also like the over because I think I think it's going to be a lot of points. I don't know if Raiders are going to score points, but they're going to get garbage. They're going to get garbage at the yeah. end. The weather's going to be bad. These teams have. I don't think it's going to be a lot of points. I think the final score is going to be twenty to three or something like that. It's, like like a game that Kenny Anderson played in. Yeah, it's going to look like the the that bowl there between uh, the Chargers and the Bengals back in nineteen eighty two. Yeah. Right when it was, so it was like Kenny Anderson and Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, no, all those good. terrible guys with the helmet were scoring the Bengals. What about that helmet? Remember, it just said Bengals. Yeah, it was all fair. All right, so let's go on to the Patriots Bills because this is the game. All those maniacs in Buffalo, and I, you know, people that don't understand upstate New York and western New York like we do because we're from upstate New York originally, they don't understand why people are so crazy up there. You got to remember when it's cold and dark over six months out of the year and the snow is over the stop signs, you go crazy. And when you love your sports team, you get even crazier. And like, 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 and, and they're insane. And some people like t- to take back about them. They're like taken back by them. And 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 this game, like, is it's unbelievable because you got Boston and those people are maniacs too, right? And now you bring them over to Buffalo, and yeah. and and I swear, if the Bills don't win that game, the city is gonna is gonna be bad there's gonna they're gonna go crazy because they know then the rest of the winter they got nothing to cheer for the only thing they got is wings the whole winter and you just sit inside and it's going to be very depressing all the time they're probably the the greatest example of of the of the sports history in the city of buffalo is not people are going to think it's oj simpson breaking the record back yeah. in the 70s no no or people think it's going to be the four super bowls that the bills lost in the no early 90s. no the 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 real symbol of sports in buffalo is back in the early 90s late 80s when they when the the buffalo sabers nhl team they built that new arena they built this brand new arena for the hockey team and it was called Marine Midland Bank or something like that back in the late 80s. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. That right. Bank. Okay, Marine Midland Bank. And so the first game of the year, the first game ever for that new arena, the very first game, right before they started filing the fans into the arena to play the first game, the scoreboard collapsed on the ice. 
If the scoreboard collapsed when they were facing off, it would have killed all 10 hockey players. So who that, puts the scoreboard? What contracting right. company? Who got that job? The scoreboard collapsed right before the first game. Right before the game. They had to, they had to close it down. See, that's another thing that people don't understand about New York and upstate New York. There's companies that get jobs. And let's talk, let's, let's say this. They get a job and someone's looking the other way. And they're getting paid and someone's looking the other way. And their credentials are probably not what they say they were. So whoever put up that scoreboard in that Marine Midland Bank, it probably wasn't even a guy who ever did that before. It was probably some guy who just laid bricks somewhere. And they go, yeah, Joe Schmo laying brick can put this, this, this gigantic jumbotron up above the ice. I've never heard of one of those falling down ever. Very. Not even in the well, Ukraine. I'm sure, the, I'm sure it was the mafia that, that got the job. Yeah, because, yeah, there was cement poured. They were pouring cement. But the guy to do this job is the most important job. And this guy, what did he put? Twine? Like, did he hang the, the, the jumbotron? With there, it is, there it is, brother. I just got it. It was in 1996. The Buffalo Sabres jumbotron fell onto the ice only minutes after the players left the ice for practice. That's it. That's it. The jump. The, the jumbotron fell on the ice. That's, not, huh? That's what I mean. It's like, who trusts that job to whoever it was? It's the first time I've ever heard that. So these are the things that happen in Buffalo. And 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 people in Buffalo, you know, like I said, I mean, you get this, this, this sundown thing up there, and it's dark, and it's cold. And now this game's coming. And I'm telling you right now. Can you see that picture? Can you yeah. See picture of the jumbotron. Move it that way, yeah. What the heck? It's on the ice. I mean, I don't know what's worse, that happening or the Metrodome when the, the snow came in. I mean, it's... But listen, though, at least with the Metrodome, in defense, in defense of the Metrodome, they got so much snow up in that state that it couldn't hold it. Yeah. Yeah, this thing's inside. It's inside. There's a structure there it for this guy. It. Do you? Okay, let me tell you this. I'll tell you one thing. That guy wasn't an engineer that put that up. There was no engineer involved in that. You know, I'll tell you right now. So this is the thing. This is the thing that I always say. Okay, it's New England Patriots, Bill Belichick. I mean, Bill Belichick's a god. Bill Belichick with his cut-off arms, property of New England Patriots hoodie. That's fine. And the Patriots are great, and he's done a great job with them. But they got to go to Buffalo. If it was reverse and it went to New England, I'd take New England. But in Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills and the city of Buffalo will not let them out. Of that town without winning. I don't, I don't know. I mean. Um, no way. I, well, first of all, New England's already won in Buffalo this year. They already yeah, well, yeah, but this is the big This is the big game. This is the big game. This is the game now. Well, Buffalo's and, not going to lose this game because that quarterback, Mac Jones, who reminds me of the old singer from the 70s, Mac Davis. I don't know where that stupid He looks just from. like him, kind of. He's got the mannerisms of him. Yeah, he looks like he's no good. He's not any good. No, he's no good. This Mac Jones, get out! He's of got here that southern, guy. that southern mannerism about him. You know, like, 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 like the other guy. He looks like he should be working in the video room, like, like recording, yeah. all, like recording audio video tapes or something. I, so not, the way, the way I think about this game is this: it's going to be cold. Big deal. It gets cold in Boston. It gets cold in Buffalo in the summer. You know, in the winter, they have to go to the beach. It's so cold in the summer. So what I what I think is going to happen here, and also I want to talk about this. Bart Scott, you know Bart Scott, remember him? Oh, so yeah. Bart, yeah. yeah, Bart right Scott now, does some. Listen, buddy, right now it's 15 degrees in Buffalo. <laughs> What's tomorrow, the wind chill? Tomorrow the high is 12. What's the wind chill? That's the thing. Probably uh, minus something. The wind chills, the wind's 33 miles an hour precipitation. Uh, I don't know what the wind chill is, but all I know is that that this is ridiculous. It's going to be tomorrow the yeah. high will be 12 degrees. Why do you think, you know, Rick, you. Rick, James, Rick, James, Rick James was from Buffalo. Rick James and the Stone City Band. Why do you think Rick James always had a lot of girls around him? Because it's freezing, and he had to get warm. He had to get the hug. He had to have to hug the, all these girls. He had five or six girls all the time because it's freezing cold there. So Bert Scott said this. I want to get to Bert Scott because he's a I, he's a funny guy, Bert Scott. 
but he was serious. I was watching all those sports shows. Barscott said that what they should do is take Viagra. What they should do is what? Take Viagra. He said because Viagra gets your blood flowing, and then it will make you warmer. And he said, guys, back in the day, that's what they would do. They would take they would take, they would take Viagra to get the blood the blood flowing. Bart Scott Bart Scott played with a boner. What are you talking about? Yeah, Scott said that guys back in the days when it was cold, really cold, they would take a Viagra, and then they would take the Viagra because it gets the blood flowing. So, because I guess, um, I guess, um, what's his face there? You know, your quarterback Allen from you know he 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 went, he went to college in Wyoming. He played in Wyoming. It's cold there, but I guess he doesn't have good circulation. He said his circulation's not yeah, good because he's from because he's from California. Yeah, so Bar Scott said you take a Viagra, yeah. and that works. What do you think of that? I think it's a good idea. Bar Scott, he's a funny guy. He's crazy, you know. I mean, is he? Like, yeah, like, actually, clinically? No, but I mean, he he says stuff like 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 he's the kind of guy where he's going to say something on ESPN. So, you know, like he's going to try to say something that no one else is saying. He's going to just try oh. to say something like that. I'm just gonna say it. Like he's, I'll just say it. Like you know, um, he's like he always acts like he's speaking the truth. Like like he's the only one. So but, he said that's a possibility, and I kind of get where he's going. And so I, you know, they were tweeting all this and everything. So I, 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 I tweeted, you know, a little comment, and I said, you know, warm and hard. It's a winning combination. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? I mean. If, Either way you pe- comes out, it doesn't matter if it's hard and warm or warm and hard. It's a winning combination, so you should do it. But what they don't understand is this. Also, the Viagra, though, if some of these guys got some heart conditions, it could it could make them a little off, and we don't want anyone getting hurt. And, you know, back in the day, you know, our buddy from New York, Frankie D, Frankie D was not good. He didn't like taking any drugs, anything that was a drug Frankie D would not like put in in them. So Frankie D would come up with all these different herbal things that were substitutes for, you know, Viagra or 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 a steroid yeah. for bodybuilding or whatever. Yeah. So, so I ha- actually have a Frankie D medicine. This is a Frankie D from our hometown. This is a substitute medicine. I have it right here for Viagra. What what it you bought that at a store? I, I, because Frankie D, back in the day, he would say, "Okay, Barry D, we gotta go out. We're going out. We gotta go. Gotta try to see the ladies, and we're gonna go to the club, and we're gonna see the ladies." And 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 he goes, "Okay, so you know, we gotta be ready. Gotta be ready to go." And he never took any drugs. Frankie D would not take drugs, so he came across this, and this is a natural herb called Yoimbi. It's an African bark. It's an African bark, and Frankie D would always have it on him. And then, and then we'd be in the bathroom, and he goes, "I'm doing good with that girl. I think I can maybe get some action. How you doing?" I go, "I think I'm doing good." He goes, "Okay, they they live together. We're gonna go soon." And he would take it out of his pocket, and he goes, "Okay, we gotta do we gotta do that." And he go, and you, I remember the first time I did it, I go, "Your tongue." Yeah, I go, well, I don't know what's going on, Frankie. He goes, don't worry, I'll show you. Just just open your mouth and put your tongue up. Just put your tongue up. And and, and he takes this the vial, and they go, yeah. Oh, my God. And it tastes like it's terrible. I mean, it tastes so bad. But he goes, okay, in an hour we'll be ready to go. <laughs> and so – you know, Viagra is a good idea by Bart Scott, but I almost think a lot of these guys nowadays, they probably would want to do the Yoimbi African Bark. So right now my blood's already flowing. I already got a heart on. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. It, it's like I'm warm and hard, and it's a winning combination right now. And I think combination for the Buffalo Bills, if Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs take Yoimbi, yeah, they would be African bark. I don't think they're going to lose that game. The Bills are going to win that game easily. The Bills are going to win. The Bengals are going to win. 
Um, the Chiefs are going to win. I don't know about the Rams. I don't know about the San Francisco Cowboys game. I, I think the Cowboys are going to win that game, but you're not. But you never know with the Cowboys. They they could they could go out there and not play. You know, they they could not play a good game. But if they attack like you always say they do, they can win too. So okay, um, so so far, let's recap. You like the Bengals. I like the Bengals money line. I like the over. I get your idea. Don't touch that. The yeah. Bills game. I just like the Bills. And again, I don't. I'm not giving four and a half points. No way. No way. No. I'm going to lay the 230, like you said. You bet 2,300, win 1,000. You can't lay these points. It's just too hard. That over-under, if I had to touch the over-under in the Bills Patriots, believe it or not, it'd be an under. Believe it or not, I'd take the under in that game if, 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 I, if, if, if I had a gun to my head and I had to do it. But I like the Bills tomorrow. I like the Cincinnati Bengals money line. You could parlay those if you want to, people. And then Sunday, when you get into it, you know, we got Tom Brady in the e against the Eagles. We got 49ers, Cowboys, we got Steelers, Chiefs. Real quick, I heard there's a hurricane coming or some kind of tornado or I don't know. There's some problem in Tampa that the wind's going to be like 35 miles an hour. Yeah, but Tampa doesn't deal with hurricanes because they're on the Gulf. They still get them, don't they? Not really. The, the, no, the West Coast gets hit with the hurricane more. <laughs> well, I heard the wind, though. If you look on the on the weather for the game time weather, um, there, there's 35-mile-an-hour winds. So that scares me that Tampa – I love Tampa, and I, don't, I, I would actually even lay – Tampa Bay's minus 8.5. I actually would even lay 7. I'd buy a point and a half. Um, to lay seven, but now I'm concerned because 35 miles an hour is going to affect. Well, it says you know, here 23 miles an hour. That's five, that's isn't that bad? That's bad, right? Yeah. It's, well, I mean, it's 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 definitely some wind. 67 degrees with a with an 80 percent chance of precipitation. So yeah, there's going to be a storm on Sunday. So that's not good. That no. plays into that plays into the Eagles and their running game. Yeah, I hear the Eagles. They talk about the Eagles' running game. Why did they play the third string guys against the Cowboys last week? Get out of here with that. You they don't sing, think they? I don't know. You guys. don't think they got a good enough running game to just like no, eat the clock? Get out of here. What, what, you, let me tell you something. When you don't play your guys in the last game of the year because you want to rest them, and you're like the seventh seed, are you kidding me? That quarterback needed to play that game. They got they gave they got lost by fifty points. That and then they act like oh that was our intention. They played their third stringers against the Cowboys because they were afraid that if they played their first string, the Cowboys still would have scored fifty points. Get yeah. out of here with the Eagles in that running game. They got no running game. Get All this. right, but let's play the game tomorrow um, Sunday the way it's going to be played. In a rainstorm, would win. Doesn't that help them at all? The Philadelphia Eagles? I mean, you would think that bad weather helps the bad team because Tampa can't, Tampa can't, uh, you know, throw the ball, right? Yeah. You think think that Brady's been around for 21 years. You think he hasn't played in wind and rain before? Yeah. You're crazy. Brady's, uh, that's nothing for Brady. So you don't think it's going to be, and Fournette, Fournette's uh, uh, Fournette's going to come back. I'll tell you right now. Brady's going to stand in there on Sunday and that 30-mile-an-hour win, and he, Brady takes Yoimbo. He, you think he takes your Yohimbi African Mark? Sure. I guarantee you he'll be on Yoimbo Sunday. All right, all right. Okay, that's funny that you said Yoimbo, and it's Yo, Yohimbi. Yo, Yo, Yoimbi? You said Yoimbo when you introduced it to me. Yeah, I said it wrong. Then let me do it again. <laughs> Take the natural African Mark, Yohimbi. Yohimbi, okay. Yohimbi. As a substitute for Frankie D to be warm and hard. Okay, so that's that spot. What's the, uh, what's the guy's name for the Raiders that I said that if they had a gun in your head, you won't be able to pronounce his name? Um, I'll give you I'll give you half the name. The first name is Yannick. Noah. And Gakwe. <laughs> <laughs> I said Noah. <laughs> All right, so wait a minute. Okay, so okay. You don't think Brady's going to be bothered by the wind? It's going to be raining. Philly's got a so-so. they got a decent running game. Fournette's supposed to be back. 
which I think is big for Tampa Bay. So let's see here. Injuries, uh, they're not that big. So Tampa Bay's minus 8.5 and, and the over-under 45.5. You can't touch the over-under, right, in a bad weather. You can't. You can't do that. Well, we, we listen, we still bet under Mr. Wolfie's guidance. Yeah. Uh, uh, right? We still bet under the great Mr. Wolfie's guidance. So we know yeah. – we know we were betting that Nebraska Oklahoma game that one year. We were betting it over in 1992. Yeah, and Mr. Wolfie called us from New, from Rome, New York, and said, "No, there's a there's a there's a rainstorm in Oklahoma right now. Get out of here." And we went, we went under. under. So so that game you can bet under, but it's probably best just to take Tampa. Now this is the key. It's minus eight and a half, so the money line's minus four hundred. Would you go down to make minus seven by a point and a half and because the Bucks are the way better team. I mean, it's, it's Tom yeah. Brady. No, the Bucks are gonna the Bucks are gonna kill that team. I, I'm telling you, yeah. buddy. I'm telling you, the Eagles did not play their team last week. That tells you everything you need to know about that. They didn't play their team. Yeah, it is kind of stupid. It is kind of stupid. Why? Why? Why did you sit your starters against but, the Cowboys for what reason? Oh, we wanted to rest them, make sure that they're ready for the play. Okay. You're the seventh seed, and the Cowboys played. The, the, the Cowboys played their guys. I, I get what you mean. It's kind of like a cop-out. It's kind of like a cop-out. Everyone's saying, oh, yeah, the Cowboys beat the JV team. They beat the Eagles JV team. Well, yeah, they're supposed to beat the Eagles JV team. They did what they're supposed to do. They crushed them. They scored 50 points. So we're going to go. I'm going to take the Buccaneers minus seven. I'll buy a point and a half. I won't they're touch the over He's going Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, money line on each. Yeah, but the oh. Chiefs' money line's too big. Let's get to that. Let's get to the Chiefs. Let's go to that game since Vinny wants to talk about that game. The money line's too big on that game, though. I'll lay the points with the Chiefs, I think. It's minus 800. That's too much. Listen, if you bet $8,000, you win 1000 I say dip into your savings. Bet the 8000 Come on. No. Really? Go for it. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals' money line and the Bills' money line is a less investment. The Chiefs, don't you think the Chiefs are going to cover 12 and a half? Barry, what did I tell you about about the X on the field? You put the X on the field. If Roethlisberger moves off that X, he can't. And the other thing, you think the weather's going to be nice in Kansas City? No, it's going to be 20 degrees. Yeah, it ain't going to be nice in Kansas City. Get out of here. It's going to be cold. It says 32 degrees at night. The game's an 8-15 start on Sunday. Vinny, I like Kansas City. But I really would probably bet that down. I would buy a few points. You could buy like two. Uh, that's that leaves it at ten and a half. I don't like leaving halves. I would just buy a half a point and go at twelve. They're going to win that game by thirteen or more. Because yeah. even at the end, if Big Ben has to do a backdoor touchdown on you, he won't. Like Tom says, he's a statue in the pocket. He's going to get sacked. It's going to be over. It's 5.30, but I'm going to have to cut this short. We're All right, so let's go. Okay, yeah, let's tell Vinny. So, uh, Vinny, I like, Kansas, I like Kansas City in that game, but I'll go down to minus 12, and I take the over in that game too, just to hedge, just in case if Kansas City doesn't cover. Now, my the big the 49ers-Cowboys, I got to say this. I don't care what name says. Dallas is minus three, and the over is like 50. I like the over. Definitely 50 is 51. I'll take the overall yeah. day in that game. Yeah. And Dallas, I'll take money line at minus 160. And I'm so confident of the Dallas Cowboys because I think they're it's crazy not to be on the Dak Prescott train. I, I think San Fran's good. They're good. Yeah, and they've been playing well and they, they won a lot of games at the end. Oh, and, I, but, I, asked the, I asked the Vikings about that game. What they yeah. say, the Viking offensive line. I said, I asked Ezra and Brian O'Neill and, and Bradbury. I said, listen, you guys played both the Cowboys and the, and, the, and the Niners this year. I said, who do you like in that game? And Ezra said, you know, I think the Cowboys – no, Ezra said, I think the Cowboys are going deep this year in the playoffs. Yeah. And the other guy said, yeah, no, the Cowboys, they're, they're, they're good. I said, I said, everyone says that the Cowboys are soft. I go, Barb Scott says the Cowboys are soft. And then Brian O'Neill said, no. Nah. No, no they're not. They're not. So that game, I'm going to tell you right now, everyone's talking about the 49ers. First of all, the 49ers are going to go to Dallas. And, and Dal- I tell you, Dallas played really, really well. They're 13-4 and against the spread. These guys, these guys are good. You know, San Fran's good, and they've won some games. But, you know, yeah, at, the end, at the end, who they You know, the quarterback, I renamed their quarterback. He's Jimmy Lowercase G. He's not, he's not. Yeah, Jimmy yeah, he's Jimmy G. Lowercase G. Lowercase G. I would take the Cowboys 
And I would take the Cowboys' money line minus 160 because it's three. I would take the over in that game. And I'm so confident of that Dallas game because everybody's giving the Cowboys such a hard time. And I'm so confident in that game. I'm doing do a Lee Corso here. I'm so confident in that game. Look at this kid. I'm so confident that I'm putting on the Tom Landry hat. This is my Tom Landry hat. Look, That's That's so I'm so confident that the Cowboys are going to win. I actually took off my Russian hat, and I put on my Tom Landry hat. That's how confident. All these sports shows are talking about the 49ers. You know why? Because it's what the public wants to talk about, 49ers. 49ers. It's not, Barry. But the, the guys that are talking about the Niners, they're not doing it for show. They really believe the Cowboys are soft. Bart Scott, Bart Scott, who we like with the – He's got the Viagra, and Frankie D's got the Yohimbi, right? Yeah. Mark Scott says that the Cowboys, it's known around the NFL for years that the Cowboys are the softest team in the league. Not he no more. That. Huh? Not no more. No. You know why? Because they got the Lion. You know what the Lion is? That Who? Micah. That Micah Parsons. He says I like Lions. Yeah. I like Lions. I watch videos on Instagram of Lions. I watch them. They yeah, did yeah. all these videos about the Lions on Instagram, and it's really, really interesting. But I tell you right now, I don't understand what the even question is about the Cowboys and the 49ers. You look at those 49ers, I was asking, okay, they beat the Rams. They beat these guys. They beat that guys. It was not a big deal. They had a little long, a little streak there. Yeah. Got their tight end back. But I'm going to tell you right now, they're not yeah. in the Cowboys league. The Cowboys, if they were playing in San Fran, San Fran I may say differently. But I'm going to take the uh, Cowboys money line. I'm going to take the over in that game, and then Arizona and the and the and uh, the Rams. That game, I'm going to take only. Uh, it's it's almost I'm like I Arizona. do. Arizona. I'm not taking Arizona. That's the upset. Arizona. You think you Arizona's the upset? Okay. I'm taking. I'm taking I, I call their quarterback Mr. Kazoo. Why do you call him that? You remember Mr. Kazoo on the Flintstones? Yeah. Yeah, the big head, the huge head. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he does have a big head for a little body that yeah, Murray. It's, it's not just the helmet. Yeah. He's got a big head like an alien. He's like an alien. That guy. That's so the Rams are minus was. four. Mr. Kazoo was the alien, and Kazoo was the alien, right? Yeah, yeah. That's ah, it. I see the red. Okay, so let me ask you this: the Rams are minus four, so you're taking plus four. I'm taking. I'm taking the four. I'm taking the points, buddy. Okay, and what about 49 and a half over under? Uh, I'm taking the over. Mm-hmm. Definitely the over. All right, so you're going to go against Stafford. And I, I almost I, – I can't go against Stafford only because sentimentally I want him to do well because he was stuck on the Lions for so long in the NFC North. And I just want to – I, I then Murray, I don't trust – this is the thing. I trust Stafford and – and and the coach of the Rams more than the coach of the Cards and the Big Hat. Well, that, that's that's fair enough. But but they already beat the Rams once this year. They could beat them. Yeah, but the Rams beat them too. Yeah, no, they split. So you're gonna go. Okay, so I'm gonna recap the Costanza cash picks. Let me just recap for okay. everybody here. Well, listen, buddy, I got I got to sign out though. I'm like I'm up against it today. Oh, that's right. You got yeah, it. Well, well, everyone knows what they are. It's the Bengals. It's the Bills. Money lines. It's the Buccaneers. We'll even take the points minus seven. We'll take the Cowboys money line. The over. We'll take the Chiefs. Buy it down to like twelve. Take the over. And you're gonna go. Tommy's gonna go with the Cardinals plus the four and the over. I'm gonna take the Rams money line and the over. And now the only last thing we gotta do. We gotta on get the, out on the Dallas game. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. Yeah, and the Dallas so game you're taking – the, the one thing that you can always bet on and depend on with the Cowboys is even if they play a bad game, Dak always gets like two or three garbage touchdowns when they're way behind. So if they're down like 28 to, 28 to 7, Dak's going to get two or three touchdowns late in the game to make it All right. That's why All I, right. like, I like them. All right, Tommy, thank you very much. All right, buddy. I wanted to say how are you – I, I I know you gotta go, and I know that you know you, you got you're busy. And I just wanted to say hi. It's TB TB12, and I appreciate your support for Sunday. And it's gonna be a shitty weather day. It's gonna suck. But I'm gonna tell you, when you're TB12, it doesn't matter. I'll play in the middle of a freaking tornado if I have to.
Well, that's because you have on multiple occasions. You're that's you're always you're, you're good. You're a good. You're an excellent bad weather quarterback. I'm the best. And, and Tommy, you're the only guy who believes in me. There's a lot of people that are just, they just jump on the wagon, but you're there for me. And I really appreciate it. Okay, listen, and, TV, I'm just going to say this before I go. You have what we call a good weather wife, and you're a great bad weather quarterback. Mm, is that a compliment? That's a great compliment. Listen, everybody wants a good weather wife. All right. So, Tommy, I really appreciate it. I'm going to send you some TB12 products. All right, I've got buddy. this great electrolyte mix. You just put one scoop in water, and it gives you all the potassium and the high, high super protein foods you need. I'm going to put you on the newsletter, and I'm going to send it to you. I have to charge you, but I'll give you free shipping. <laughs> all right, buddy. <laughs> all right. Is that okay? That's All right, so thank good. you for picking me, and I, I look forward to talking to you next week after next I week. win and then into the next round, and I look forward down the road to the final championship game that I will have in the NFC against Aaron Rodgers, that guy, Aaron Rodgers. But we'll talk more about that. Let me go one game at a time, and I will check you out to, to next week. And thank you, Tommy, for your time today. All I know right, I kind of got in here at the end and I rushed in, but I've been waiting and waiting, and, and, and I just had to take my opportunity here. All right. All right, TB. It's good talking to you, and we'll, we'll talk next week because you're going to win, so we'll be talking to you next oh, week. Oh, I'm a winner. I was born a winner, even though I was chubby as a kid. And I was a little overweight, just like I was at the NFL Combine. I'm a winner. All the way, I'm a winner. People right. people, people know I'm a winner. Okay, Tommy, take care. Right. Talk to you later, buddy. All right, so TB12, he loves you. That guy he just loves you. He never talks to me. He doesn't talk to me. He only talks to you. He always says, is Tommy there? Is Tommy there? All right, so we got to get out of here. So anyway... That's it, Sweaties. Remember to follow us on our social media, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, etc., at Old Men and Sweats. And all you youngins and all you older people out there in the world of sports, in the wide world of sports, remember this. So the only thing you ever have to remember about us, we won't try harder next time. So? So don't even ask. Yeah, don't even ask. All right, Tommy. People Las Vegas, stay sweaty. Tommy, thank you very much. Right, Have a good care, one. And I'll talk to you during the weekend when the games are up. All right, buddy. I'll talk woo, to you later. Woo, woo, woo. Can you hear me? I got a, uh, I got a new a recording right now. I wanted to make sure. Wait. Three, two, one. Can you hear me? Yeah, everybody. Yeah. And you guys are styling, smiling, profiling. Oh, yeah.